Hey, Senda. Hey, Phil. I don't know if I'm really in the mood to record tonight. Yeah, you know, why don't we talk about that? Well, maybe we won't talk about recording. (laughs) But maybe we'll talk about playing. Cue music. And welcome to another episode of Pandas Talking Games. I'm one of your hosts who's not on their A-game, Phil. And I'm your other host who is sometimes on her B-game, Senda. All right. So, uh, welcome to the show. Um, Tonight, we have a topic um, which we'll cover in a second, but just a quick reminder during these quarantines, uh, this show is neither scripted nor edited, um, because that's just easier for us. Uh, but, uh, we are, uh, going to do a topic which, uh, came in to us from Matt Bonhoff, right? On Twitter. Indeed. Matt asked us, how do you contribute to a session when you're having an off day and can't bring your A game? Oh, <laughs> it's like the whole intro was about the topic. It's like it was. Surprise, it's also surprise. like It's also like how do you play a game right now? Uh yeah, I'm pretty much playing all of my games not on my not A game, right? On my A game, or at least not when I walk in, for sure. I mean, not that I'm walking in. No, for virtually sure. walking in because I'm not actually playing with any actual live people. Correct. So yeah, let's 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 frame up this uh, discussion with a couple of um, with a couple of quick definitions, right? So I think we all understand what what Matt means by a game, but what we're really talking about here um, is being in the proper uh, mindset to play the game, right? This is some amount of focus, uh, create creative energy, um, cognitive uh, cognitive capacity. Yeah, that's the one I keep dropping out right? on. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 social collateral, right? Like having enough or social currency, right? Having enough, um, having enough spoons uh, to be able to people, right? Mm-hmm. For lack of better terms. So let so if we bundle, let's step through that a little before we bundle it all back up. So first of all, focus, right? That's. Do we have uh, the mental focus to engage in a role-playing game? Because remember, uh, when we play a role-playing game, part of what we are doing is creating a shared shared imaginative space, right, Mm -hmm. in which the game takes place. So if our focus is off because we're having a rough day, um, that can be hard. Uh, The next one is creative energies, right? Uh, Clearly... Um, in our in the games we play, we need to be creative. Some games have a higher demand for how creative you need to be. Other games can kind of let you um, kind Post. of ease back. Yeah. yeah, like if a game has if a game has a lot of components where you have to make stuff up. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm taking this from the player side, but if you're the GM, right? GM's got a huge creative um, uh, load for the game. Uh, next one is cognitive space. How much cognitive capacity do you have? Games have rules. 
mechanics, mechanisms. Like, are you able to, like, if your game is mathy, are you able to do the math right now? If uh, your game has lots of, you know, specific rules for different interactions and things like that, are you there? Can you, you know, can you recall them, um, bring them up? Uh, and then lastly, games are social, right? Sometimes uh, when we're not on our A game, and we'll talk about that in a second, we lack the ability to kind of connect to other human beings, right? We want to, we like, depending on the personality type, maybe you just want to like withdraw, right? Yeah. And, and be away from people. Uh, so um, that's also something you're dealing with. So our A game is really all of those things. We have focus, we have creative energies, we have cognitive capacity to, to engage the mechanics of the game, and we are in a mood to connect um, with our friends uh, and, and enjoy this, um, to enjoy this game. That's not all the time. And no. <laughs> in these, and in these quarantines, um, it's even more scarce, right? It is. It is like, I, I have, um, definitely since pandemic, I don't know if I've ever checked the box on all of those at the same time, right? Like ha actually had all of them. I usually have enough of them to make gaming worth it to me. And I think that's part of the discussion tonight, right? That is definitely going like, to be part of our discussion. Yeah. If you're not checking any of those boxes, then there is definitely a question. And, and this isn't really Matt's actual question, so we're not going to linger on this for a super long time, right? But if you're not checking any of those boxes, you're not feeling any of that stuff, right? Mm, is it worth playing tonight? And that I could mean, be... And that's, that's okay. Like, it is okay to say, like guys i i got nothing in the tank right now i can't focus i can't do this i just need to go to bed or whatever it is right like i need to go take a bath i need to go um, watch like two hours of tiktoks while eating ice cream right like you know whatever it is Been there. sometimes that's the answer and it's okay for that to be the answer right but to Matt's question, that's not always the answer. And just inevitably, sometimes you're going to sit down at the game table and you're still going to want to play and it'll still be worth it to you to play, but you're going to be not checking all of the boxes. Right. So I think what's probably important, and this is outside of what we talked about when we kind of sketched together the um, topic, but now that we've created these kind of four stats for your, you know, for sure, your gaming sure, character. Sure. Um, <laughs> Should I write them down so we remember them? <laughs> sure. Focus. Uh-huh. Focus. Uh, creative energy. Creativity. <laughs> I'm uh, shortening them. Sure. Cognitive capacity. Uh-huh. And um, I was using social currency, but that I like might... Just, just say social. Just social. Go. And cognitive. You can just... Cognitive. Yeah, I just put cognitive, so we're sure. good. Okay. So yeah, and we'll abbreviate them to F O C C R E C O G and S O L. No, 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 I'm sorry. Oh boy. S O C S O C. <laughs> that was actually honestly completely unintentional. Oh, I know, based on that laughter, that you did not mean that, or you did not set that up. Okay, well, so while Santa collects, while Santa collects herself, um, the reason I wanted to just highlight those is because uh, we can be deficient in. So there, there are a couple different ways, right? We could just be deficient in all of them, 
right? So like we could just be like we could just be like generally in a kind of depressed state where where all of them are kind Funk. of all down. They all might you might have minus twos across the board. Right. Um other times we could be um a particular one could be damaged. Like maybe I spent all day uh at work coding through a really hard problem and my cognitive capacity is kind of tapped out, but I'm still feeling creative. I really want to connect with people and I'm reasonably focused, right? Right. Yes. So any permutation of those, right? Like um, I could have had a big blowout socially, like with family members and like that's just blown away and connecting with people is going to be really hard right now, but I'm feeling creative and I can, you know, I've got a good handle on the rules. Let's, you know, let's, let's rock and roll. Okay. So the point being is to, to your point and to Matt's point mm-hmm. that if you don't just punch out of the game, which is a totally legitimate thing to do. You've now committed to going to the game. And I think that the first thing on our list, which I'm going to have you talk about, is um, communication and setting expectations. Yeah, that is the first thing on our list. And and let's just be honest here. I think if you've listened to this show for a little while, anytime we talk about stuff at the table... There is an element to which we always basically just say communicate about it, right? And that's because, like, this is a human interaction skill more than a game table interaction skill. But it applies at the game table as well, really strongly, because you're working together as a team. So the thing that you can do to set yourself and your session or your game up for success is you can let people know where you are. And it's really okay. So if you need to come in and be like, hey... My brain is literal jelly because I've been on call from nine to five straight and I've been, you know, fielding tons of things all day nonstop. Um, So like I'm here and I'm feeling really creative and I really want to interact with everybody socially, but like my brain might as well be dribbling out my ears. Um, Like that's okay to say to your table, right? Yeah, I, I'm going to take it one further. I, I'm yeah. not even going to say it's okay, right? You're you you're should. taking the you're taking the you're passive right. version of this. I am. That's because I I, I know I, I know who you are. Excuse me, I've been socialized as a woman, and that's yes. appropriate because I am a cis woman. But it means that I say things passively, consistently. <laughs> I know, which is why I'm going to call it out. Okay, right? I'm going to call it out and say that um, the thing that you absolutely should do right is to come in and say how you are feeling right and i've done this right like you i'm sure that you do this at your table too like we used to game at wen's house i would literally go over to his house directly from work and i would show up i would run over i would grab my dinner on the way i would show up at his house and sit down at the table and put my dinner on the table and be like Like, 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 you know, whatever was going on and just be like, oh, man, like all of this wildness is happening, but I'm really excited to be here. And I think that once we start playing, like I'm going to be able to let some of that go or we're going to get into that in a second. I know, I know, I know. Or or I'll be like, hey, I don't think I can math today. Um, (laughs) Right. And and, and so and so the important part of this is the the important part is one um one you're you're just communicating honestly to your game group right mm-hmm. so that's really important because um everyone else is here to also have a good time 
Um, they also want for you to have a good time. So yeah. there's a couple parts to this. Um, one, uh, and I'll take this from the GM side. If I know that I've got a big, um, I've got a big scene for you lined up tonight, and you come in and are like, "I got nothing in the tank. I really just like, I really want to hang with you guys. Like, I'm just like, I want to, you know, if possible, I just want to drift into the, you know, to the background of tonight's game." I need to make some adjustments, right? And yeah. I would rather make those adjustments than yeah. try to have the scene that I've been kind of working on and crafting and and foreshadowing for it to fall flat. Yes. Right? So I would rather be like, cool, I need to delay that and move that over to a future session and do this instead, right? So one... It's good to be honest with your feelings and your needs to your group. Two, it helps the game master make adjustments to the game. Three, it opens up the opportunity for your game group to help give you what you might need. Right? So one of the things um, that I like to do when somebody says something like that, like if you came in and were like, I've been on call today from nine to five. My brain's brain's leaking out your ears. I, like the the question I would I would ask you is either a GM or a player is what can I do then to help you tonight? Like what could I do to make sure that um, the this game the game tonight's going to be enjoyable for you? Like do you need help? You know, like do you need help keeping track of some rules? Like do you want me to just point out you know you know situational bonuses or whatever in case you know you're not feeling like you're on your game? Um, do we need to avoid heavy combats tonight um, and just you know do some light skill rolls and heavy role playing? Like what do you need is and and not everybody's gonna uh, know how to answer that question. Yeah, and it's interesting because um, a lot of the reason that I tend to say it to my group because we don't tend to play the kind of games where um, like some of the cognitive stuff comes in, although that's usually the thing that I've exhausted by the time I get to the game table. Um, but it is interesting, right? And a lot of but I'll still tell everybody. Because um, what it does is it makes me feel less self-conscious about if I screw things up. Like I say, SOL yeah. instead of SOC or whatever. Like, whatever. Like, everybody can laugh and I can laugh. And, like, nobody's like, that Senda, she's stupid. Right? Or whatever it is. Right? Like, it, it, it both helps communicate to set the expectations. It may make you feel more comfortable about, like, just the mental place that you're in. Because I also sometimes get really punchy drunky, which means that I get really hyper. <laughs> And I'm actually exhausted, but you would not know that to look at me because it's the toddler reaction where I get really hyper, right? And um, and so it's also good for people to know that because that's me in a like in an elevated state of emotional response. And sure. so if we're playing intense role playing or something like that, I may be really enjoying it, but I may also be responding on a much more like lizard brain level, much more immediately than I might on a normal day. Right. Like, so all of this stuff is just like some of it is basically just sharing it so that you have understanding and expectations from the people at the table um, so that when you react in the space that you're in, they're not surprised by that or like they don't take it personally. If you're like, oh, I can't do this right now, sure. or whatever, you know, all of those things are part of it. Right. Right. 
And 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 again, having the wherewithal if you know what you need. Oh, like, if you know I've, what you I've, need, yes. Like I've had friends who have come and sat down at the table after having a bad day at work, and, and we'll say that right. Like I had a really shitty day at work, and I'll be like, "Cool, what do you like? What do you need? What would make you know what would make tonight enjoyable for you?" And sometimes they're like, "I really want to just bust something up in the game." Yeah. And I'm like, cool. cool. I'm going to mentally, I'm lowering some armor classes tonight. Right. Like, right? We're like, going to make this happen. I'm going to so, put some extra hit points on these things, but I'm going to drop the armor class. Like, you're going to give you it. a chance yeah. to really punch really up some stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and, and sometimes it is something that easy where it can just be like, I want that. For me, very frequently, it's just like, I just really want to play this game. Like, I want to escapism. Like, let's just do this thing. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so like, and that's a valid answer, too. Or or even like, I don't know, I just want to chill with you guys. Like, also a valid answer. Well, in that case, I'm like, and I've done this as well, where I've had people come to the game where they're a bit stressed out. And I'll be like, cool, you know what? We're not going to start right away. Why don't you... If you if you're comfortable and want to, feel free to vent to us and like let's take a half hour and not play and you know like because I, I so I game with my friends, right? Yep. So do you. Yep. Um there are people who game with relative strangers or acquaintances or whatever, but I game with my friends. So if one of my friends comes in and has had a rough day at work and wants to talk about it, we'll hold up the game to talk about work um and then we'll get to play in the game right like yeah. we're there to also be present um and and you know to provide comfort for our friends so sometimes just coming in and saying um i had a crappy day bosses are driving me crazy and somebody's like hey do you want to talk about it and be like you know what kind of would like to vent for a few moments right um and then vent it out uh sometimes that's like all you need to kind of um get it out of you so that you can get into the game yes yep okay anyway so, so cool that's all that, be all there of, for each other and be understanding and just communicate with your game table right that's, and i i do think it's important right because some people some people will feel like they don't want to impinge on other people's quote fun time show up to the game in a non a game capacity and then kind of just be off which Again, GMs especially, and I won't say just GMs because players do this too, but GMs constantly read the table. Yeah. Right? And and they don't always understand why they're what they don't understand the cause to the signal they're seeing. So right. if you are off and your GM is reading it and doesn't understand you had a bad day, right. like you've now like you're throwing a lot of like false positives yeah. over what they're doing at the table. Yeah. Um, so yes, communicate, be good humans to one another, uh, be present, uh, offer to offer to help. It could just be get somebody a coffee. It could be to let them vent. It could be to give them, you know, a big dumb monster to punch around, mm -hmm. whatever. Okay, cool. That's our first tip. What's our next tip? Right. Um, so our next tip is, um, shorter games or sessions, right? So if you know, going in. That, um, you know, one or more of your players, because we are in still the middle of a, a global pandemic and like there's a lot of other stuff that is also crappy that is happening right now. <laughs> like uh, life is stressful. You could and, be living somewhere under the orange sky, right? Like, yeah, I mean, there's just there's 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 many, no shortage of reasons to be. There's so many things. Right. There's no there's shortage. So many things. 
your kids could be in virtual school. Your kids might not be in virtual school. There's, you know, right? like, we, you, you, you might be in a state that still hasn't passed any police reforms. <laughs> all of these things, I'm right? Saying, like, um, there's no shortage of reasons to be off your A game at this point. Right. So there's, there's, there's many reasons. And so like, Right now, at this particular point in time, especially, it's pretty likely that, like, no one's going to be on their A-game, right? And when no one's on their A-game, but everybody just wants to play, sometimes it's better to be like, cool, we're going to do this, but we're just going to play for, like, two or three hours instead of, like, four or five hours if you play for that long, usually. And um, and that just means that, like, you come in, you're going to play, you're still going to, like output energy and hopefully gain energy back because if we're not gaining energy back from playing then like what what's the point but hopefully you're giving energy and getting energy and but you've committed for a shorter period of time so you're committing less of your brain space and less of your energy to the session it makes it more easy to just yeah because if you're like a little run down yeah right like you had a you had a rough day at work you're not devastated you're like a little run down yeah Having a shorter game means that you're less likely to bottom out. Yes. Right? Like, you know, your cognitive, you know, capacity will remain intact. Like, you'll get to the end of the game and you're like, phew, like, that was like, that was good. I'm glad we played. I don't know if I could have played any longer. Yeah. Right? Like, that's okay. Um, Shorter time. And sometimes I combine this shorter game session with opening up that space at the beginning yeah. To allow somebody to vent or talk to us as a group, um, that kind of thing, where I'll just be like, well, we're not starting at 7.30. We'll start at 8 yeah. or 8.30. Yeah. And we'll just play to our normal end time. Yeah. Like, it's go. okay. Right. Yeah. Or even, it's an uh, it's another solution you can offer someone when they come in and just like, poof, I'm so tired. It's like, awesome. Should we just play like a two-hour game tonight? Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, just, cool. we'll just we'll just play a little. We'll just play a little. Or you can do the other. You can do the other one, which is it, it's going to combine with our next topic in a second, which is let's play for two hours, see where we are. Yeah, absolutely. That's. Oh, would you like that to be the next topic? <laughs> I, I'll do it. I'll just I'll jump right into it because I'll just segue <laughs> right through it. Okay. The other thing is you might feel better once you start playing. Yes. So sometimes just getting over the the hump of it and just being like, oh, I, I don't have much in the tank, um, but go ahead and start um, and just like give me a few minutes to kind of get into it. Because sometimes, and this is the purpose of, for a lot of us, this is the purpose why we, why we play, is that games are a form of escapism. Yeah. So if we can overcome the... Um, if we can overcome basically the gravity of our day and kind of reach that escape velocity for a lack of better term, then in a few minutes, the day drops away and we're not thinking about the day. We're thinking about the starship chase that we're in, or we're thinking about the, the tomb that we're investigating. Right. And, and, and the game has achieved its goal, right? Yeah. It has created respite by way of, um, uh, which called by way of escapism. Uh, so sometimes it's just have a little faith. 
right? And if you, <laughs> and, and I think this is actually going to roll into the next one. So what is the thing that you need to do in order for, to get to the, to the escapism part? Well, I'm just going to say quickly before I segue into that, this is actually how it usually works for me. Like I just believe in the game and I start playing and then by 15 minutes in, I'm like, yes, yeah, <laughs> right. It's yep. worth it. Um, I, there are many, many times where I will come, I will come to the table to GM and maybe it's been like a bonkers day with the kids and I'm just like fed up with them. They've been on, you know, they've been on each other's cases all day. I've had to be like, you know, I've had to be Samuel Jackson, dad <laughs> from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> right. Um, I, I have at times quoted that line from Pulp Fiction, right? Like as a yelling at my kids and you will know my name is the Lord, <laughs> right? That's, that's a bad day in like for, for, for parenting. Um, point being is that I will sit down and I'll be like, oh, I could just as easily not run this game tonight, but I'll start running it. And everything will start to fall into place. Yes. And in a little bit, I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. so glad I just ran So the glad game. I just did this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gaming tends to be one of those things for me. But yeah. So one of the other things that we were talking about was actually treating yourself, right? Like giving yourself that little kind of endorphin kick to help you get over the hump into that start into the session. Um, and sometimes... Sometimes that's nipples, right? Like that's like good chocolate. Yeah, chocolate. I raid my I raid my chocolate reserve. Bring out the chocolate. Sometimes that means that like as a crew, we like in the in the pre-quarantine times, we used to like gather together and then be like, cool, let's walk over to Shake Shack and get milkshakes and burgers before we start. And then we yeah. would all like come back with like our chocolate malts. Pre-game dinner yeah. was always a thing. It's always and a thing. <laughs> the other thing that Bob used to do, Bob and I used to take turns doing it, would be to run through Tim Hortons and get, get coffees coffee. for everybody. Yeah, so like the coffee, like that kind of thing. I mean, now when I sit down to game, because it is virtual, I'm usually sitting down like I've eaten my dinner, um, and um, and I usually sit down to game with dessert in hand, right? Like, uh, yes. So it's, you know, like ice cream. I have ice cream, or I have brownies, or I have cookies, mm -hmm. or I have like whatever I baked this week. <laughs> I'm 100% with you. I, I will sit down. I will take out like a Choco Love bar or something and break off a few squares. I will eat them before the session starts. It just makes me feel good um, and lets me get in. I'm going to just play right off of yours for another one, which is um, which goes along this whole same idea that like we just maybe you need to get into the game a little to get over the hump, which is um, take a backseat to the spotlight if you can for the first couple scenes until you kind of hit escape velocity. Right. Yeah. Or if you never hit escape velocity, cool. just be That's the fine. support character just for tonight. Be support. Yeah. Be, you, don't, you don't have to play the main character or one of the main characters tonight if you don't want to. Maybe yeah. on this episode of Star Trek, it's really about data. And so like the fact that Dr. Crusher is in it for like one part of one scene is like, you know, she's there and she's present and she's part of the story, but it doesn't have to be about her. Right. In the series, that usually meant that person was directing, um, <laughs> which happened quite frequently. Um, but yes, absolutely. Right. You can, you can take, it is perfectly acceptable to just kind of take the back, uh, like 
take yourself out of the spotlight for the night. Like I totally want to play. I totally want to be here. I just like, I don't have the creative juice to be in the spotlight tonight. Like I'll be really good as the flank monkey. Uh, I'll be really good being the lookout. Um, I literally once in a game had a flank monkey. I was playing this convention game at Gen Con as playing uh, Iron Heroes, which is a 3E game. I tell oh, you, I'm telling you this side story. Flanking is really important. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So I, the character I had had this trained monkey, and I'm like, well, what does it do? And he's and the and the GM's like, oh, well, it can attack. Like it can attack on its own. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> The monkey, the monkey has an attack. Has an attack. And they're like, yes. And I'm like, so the monkey can flank? <laughs> and they and they and, and the GM's like, GM uh, went, uh, the GM's like, uh yes. And I was like, uh-huh. okay now. Well. <laughs> well, and, and so here's the thing in Iron Heroes, um, you got tokens for doing kind of cool things. And then when you like if you had the right depending on the character build, one of the things was when you did a sneak attack, you spent tokens for more D6s for yes. damage. Yes, I was going to ask about that because, you know, I play rogues, so like... Right. I am like such an expert in the flanking rules for 3rd edition yes. and 3rd edition well, when you have your own flank monkey, <laughs> it is... You are... You just You are like monkey. nigh unstoppable. And then you're like, here's the piece of string that goes through the center of this monster. It really, it really only needed, like, you didn't have to put the monkey out in danger because it was like, line up, take a hit, next turn, deploy the monkey. Monkey deploy. The monkey's in flank, hit it, cash in a shitload of chips, kill the guy. It's dead. Yeah. Dead. Anyway, back into the, <laughs> back into the discussion. Um, so sometimes you can just take the back, like take take a back seat, or just take a back seat in the beginning. And once the escapism hits and you're feeling it again, jump right back into the game. Yeah, absolutely. And just you know, dive right in because um, that's totally doable. And I mean, it's interesting because some games it's easier to do this than others, or some games this looks different than it does in others, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're playing D and D, it does it can literally mean playing more of an actual support role. But you might be playing something like the game that I always talk about that nobody else can play yet because it's not out yet. Like yes. <laughs> wherein you actually choose like what is the scene that's playing who are the characters that are going to be in it and then you might be like cool there's only three characters in this one i'm just gonna watch and like you get to just literally sit back and watch that scene um and enjoy those moments and then jump in like at the point at which you want to engage in an active way um so that'll look different based on the game which actually ties really nicely into our next point which is That if you are not playing a campaign, or maybe if you're deciding on a new campaign, um, acknowledging sort of the ongoing space of the people, whether that's a one shot for tonight or whether it's just like we're picking a new campaign, but like we know that the world is going to remain kind of a wild and interesting place for a while. um, One of the things is just as a group picking a game together that you feel confident you will be able to engage with even if you're not on your A game, right? So, mm-hmm. and this is one of those things that I know you've done because you started to play Headspace and then you went, eee, I don't think we can do this right now, right? Yeah, no no offense to Mark because Headspace no, is a great it's game. Great. But, but the default setting is 
all about a um we're living a lot of it right now. pandemic and i was like <laughs> i was like mm, mm, no mm, mm. <laughs> but also the other thing that my group has done is that um my group is playing a lot more escapism yeah i'm not playing anything heavily dramatic yeah i'm not playing anything um incredibly deep there are games that i want to play in the future that are sidelined right now like bite marks um because i really do want to play bite marks i think it, it, it like it sounds amazing but i don't think anyone in my group including myself is in a place to be that intense it's um, really interesting because i am playing cartel and i'm really enjoying it but i think it also has to do with for you and your group, and this is just a thing to know about you yourself and your group, what qualifies as escapism, right? And for my particular, the, the, the chemical makeup of my particular game group right now at this particular snapshot of time, um, our escapism tends to lean towards the... Well, honestly, the melodramatic, right? Like dramatic say, and a little bit maybe over the top. Um, it, so it, it doesn't. It but it so it doesn't. It has a lot of heavy emotional stuff in it, but it's very easy to also disengage with and de-roll from, which is really important for me right now. Right. I, I think your 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 version of cartel is going to wind up being closer to a telenovela cartel. It already is. <laughs> right. And mine is going to wind up being like Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Like Which yours mine's going to be, be about like real dark. Right. Mine's going to be about like terrible people doing terrible things. Yeah. Over and over and laughing about it because they're terrible people. And even I know that I'm like, "Eh, I don't think I'm ready Not to right run now. that." Yeah. That's on my list, like and and trust me, when I say that's on my list, I will run cartel, right? Like I'm just, I'm, I am cognizant enough. And my group has had this discussion to know that what we needed. In fact, our actual discussion, when we decided to pick Numenera, when I asked, what did they want out of the game? They were like, we want a village and we want to help people. Yeah. Like those were the exact word. And I was like, cool because new Minera does that um and it's sufficiently a billion years in the future far away from anything that's going on yes that um it has a real high escapism level yeah, right like factor. it doesn't it doesn't bear any um it doesn't bear any markings to this reality and so uh yeah like i mean that's i like that's a very legitimate thing is to know what game you're playing. Yeah. And to know what you want out of it. Um, I mean, one of the last ones that we did, because we we've had some games where like um, people have been like, I can't do this right now. And so we still actually haven't played the end of our cartel game, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, but I'm also willing to wait for it. Right. Like I, it, it's sure. worth it to me to a have everybody there and be like have everybody there and be like ready to engage with this content because it it could get kind of dark the murders have begun yes yes 
I have played Cartel once before. And yeah. yes, when the murders, the when murders, the murders start, begin. It's going downhill very quickly. Um, yes. It does pick up speed. It It's sort of like a, you know, a, a Rolling Stone gathering right. them off. <laughs> so let me, let me pull this back to yeah, not on your A game, right? Because, because the other thing we're kind of talking about in this, this last point here is one, this is something that like you could have as a much larger discussion with your group, but I think the point we were trying to make initially is uh, if you come into the game and you're not feeling it for the game you're playing, there is an option to just have a one shot of something else. Oh yeah. That like, too. like let's yeah. go play some lasers and feelings tonight. We go and let's play. Not- yes. It was a Hallmark holiday movie, yes. Except yeah. that it was Halloween, so we had the great pumpkin spirit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you could you can great. you can very easily just have a one off, like, hey, you know what? Not feeling tonight. Let's play Damn the Man Save the Music. Oh, hell yes. Right? Because that's just gonna be a yes. fun bop tonight. Yes. Um, so you can do that as well. Like you can take a break from your current campaign and you can go play like a, you know, a little um happy slappy uh one shot something that's gonna just you know make you laugh if you're old school gamer um old like i am this would be a great time to go play paranoia um or tune right those were those were very much games that in my early early game group when we weren't feeling it for something playing a paranoia session um was just wacky zany fun we just you know everybody starts shooting each other and making up you know yelling at each other making up lies about each other and laughing about it as they're getting hauled off to the termination chamber like it's hysterical i I know you're looking at you're looking at me (laughs) you're looking at me like you think this is some awful pvp game but you youngins you know what i'm gonna run okay I'm going uh-huh. one night. Uh-huh. I'm going to get out the not the new version. I'm going to get out like probably second edition paranoia because I like the mechanics okay. a little bit better than first edition paranoia. Okay. Oh, don't worry. You don't need to know any of them because okay, in fact good. you're not allowed to know any of them. Oh, that's um, I love this game already. <laughs> you're not cleared to know how the rules of the game work, right? Like that's part of the game. <laughs> but we will play. I'm going to play with a bunch of you youngins who are not youngins. like who have not been spoiled My by having played paranoia. Chillins. <laughs> I'm going to just take you guys and we're going to go play a game of paranoia and you're just going to get to like the the catch 22 wacky dystopian future that is just beyond bizarre um and and see what um how much fun it is getting each of you sent to you know the termination chamber like it's quite enjoyable that's why you have six clones you're bound to lose a couple. So sometimes in the briefing room, I will accept your challenge. Yes. If I know, I'll play your Discord game. Yes. <laughs> We're going to play this. Discord has ghosts in it. Damn it. I'm aware. <laughs> Name me a weekend. Anyway. Good. Yes. Well, that, I think that pretty much covers everything that we were going to talk about. Hopefully that helps just in terms of some ideas. If you have more ideas that we didn't come up with in the 10 minutes before the show when we were talking about it, uh, let us know on the Twitter or on the forums. Yeah. Absolutely. We just, yeah. So just to kind of recap really quickly, right? Be cognizant of how you're feeling. Communicate it to your players. Um, consider 
um, playing something lighter, uh, consider taking a background role until you're kind of um, into the game. Uh, trust that maybe what you actually do need for the night is just to get into the game. And once you're in, you'll feel better and um, also treat yourself. And uh, so sometimes just give yourself a little incentive, like a chocolate or a coffee or something. And sometimes maybe just play a shorter session. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes just conserve your energy. Play a shorter session. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Right. Matt, we hope that helps. Um, I, I know it's been helping me. This is all like this is all like advice I'm using week to week because I'm playing a bunch of games and I am nowhere near my A game. I am like in my B plus game <laughs> at best. Uh, yeah, and Andy and I sat down and played a Cool and Lonely Courage, which was an interesting choice to play, not on my A game, but it, it again, it, it was, you know, you ramp into it. Yep. Um, so if, if, if y'all are feeling up for listening, because I'm going to put a giant content warning on this um, about Nazis, concentration camps, and interrogations and stuff, um... <laughs> Uh, then, uh, then, you know, you can listen to it if she's a super geek. I totally understand if these episodes don't do, um, booming numbers and these are current times, but, um, but we did put them up and it was very cool to play. Um, so you can play intense games. Absolutely. Sometimes. Yeah. Cool. Let's wrap this up (laughs) and, uh, head out to the closing of the show. And the way we do that is first you tell us about another show on the Misdirected Mark Network. Sure. On She's a Super Geek, you can hear me and Andy playing different games pretty much every month. We play one shots of them and, um, they're fun and cool. And, uh, yes. What, any nominated? What else did I forget? You are, you are any nominated. I am any nominated. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. We're both any nominated for not this show. I'm so hurt. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, um, Senda. Yes. Tell people how they can find us on the internet. Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us in the Misdirected Mark forums at forums.misdirectedmark.com. Or you can drop us an email, panda at misdirectedmark.com. And gee, if you have more thoughts or ideas um, on how to approach a game when you are not on your A game as a player or as a GM, the GM is also a player for all of these points, uh, please let us know. I think they would be really uh, useful for us as well. Indeed, indeed. Right? Uh, cool. Yeah. What else What else could people do with that information, Phil? Yeah, absolutely. Just like Matt did tonight. Um, send us a topic to talk about. Um, again, uh, we try really hard to do the show uh, mostly about the things that um, are important to you, the questions you might have, uh, the topics you might want to hear us talk about, uh, situations you might want to hear how we would resolve. Like, it really doesn't matter. If, uh, if we find it interesting, we'll make a show out of it. We are super good at that part. Um, so yeah, send us, send us those things, topics, questions, ideas, whatever. We'll do it. Um, we like doing it more than, I mean, we like talking to each other because we're going to sit around and talk on the mics no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we can do it while talking about a thing that you find interesting, then uh, we can both um, entertain ourselves and we can be helpful. And we like that combo the most. It's the best. Yes. 
Uh, if you like what we do here elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, please consider, if you can, supporting our Patreon campaign. Patrons of the show get access to our um, awesome Slack Room for Life. I uh, can't say enough about the people who uh, live in the Slack Room for Life. They are uh, some of my dearest uh, friends online and in person. Um, you'll get the bonus outtakes from this show, which are pretty funny. You'll get the after show from Misdirected Mark, which is a grab bag, man. It could be funny. Um, it could be recipes. I don't know. Like it's been everything, <laughs> um, but it's worth it. It's worth finding. Like it's worth listening. You'll find something out um, by listening to it. Um, so you get access to that. Um, you can join us for our uh, Friday luncheon. Uh, we do that uh, via Slack. Well, we do it really via Zoom, but the info is uh, posted in our Slack room, uh, where on Friday afternoons we hang out on East Coast time and have lunches yeah. and uh, just share time with each other. We're not all on East Coast time nope. when, uh, nope. when we join. Nope, I was going to um, say, y'all are Some people are finishing lunch? their days. And uh, Andrew Dacey's like finishing up his day. Yeah. You're having like, you're having second breakfast. Um, I'm, uh, what you call it? I'm, I'm stuffing my face full of Chinese food, which <laughs> is fairly common. Uh, somebody rudely scheduled me for a one o'clock meeting. So I have what? to, I can only go to half of this week's and I was so pissed. I was like, I just, oh, I'm going to be so annoyed going to that meeting. Anyway, um, it's a really lovely time. Um, and, uh, you know, as the pandemic, um, I don't know, someday comes under control, we'll do more stuff. Um, Patron wise, honestly, you know, it's, um, we're doing what we can do. Um, we do really appreciate it though. Uh, your patronage is what keeps everything else running, right? We, you know, our, our hosting, our server costs, backups, mics, all that stuff. Um, all of it is possible because of your generosity. So we, uh, thank you very, very much. Lastly, if you are already a patron of the show, which is awesome, uh, or are unable to patron the show, which we totally understand. There is another thing you can do that's super helpful for us. All this year, um, I have been uh, pretty high on my bullshit about if you listen to us, you will love us. And I am not wrong about this, people. <laughs> if you listen to us, you will love us. But Has it been in order year? for that to work. Has it been a year? My God. I don't think it's been quite a year. I just meant 2020. Uh -huh. Um in order for it to work, we need people to listen to us. Uh -huh. You're already listening to us and you already love us. So <laughs> that part's covered. What we need you to do um, is, of course, we need you to make other people listen to this podcast with their consent. Don't do anything. Don't do anything non-consensual, but make them listen to the podcast with consent. But also, there's another thing you can do that helps people that you don't even know find us and then fall in love with us. What is that thing? Well, you could leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Every new review we get really does actually help people find the show because algorithms and stuff. Um, but kind of even more importantly than that, it also gives us warm, fuzzy little panda butterflies in our tummies. Right? It does. Like, they I'm have having like one little, right now. They have like little bamboo leaf wings and little panda heads and they fly around and make us feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. Um, so please leave us reviews if you leave it somewhere that is not the US Apple I the, the US Apple podcast. There we go. Store. Then uh, let us know so we can go find it because there's lots of places things could be and we might miss it. Um, and thank you so very, very much to everybody who already has. We uh, we really appreciate them. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Or you know what? I mean, the Apple thing's really nice, but also look, if you're just like, F it, I'm not doing the Apple Whatever, thing. Whatever, just send us. Just be like Go go put it out on Twitter. Yeah. Tell us that you just go, like us. Yeah, just go blast lo- it out on Twitter lo- to people. Love like me. that's le- love yeah, me. It's legit as well. <laughs> love me. All right. <laughs> Say send us. What game do you think we should it. play next time I'm a little off my A game? Uh I mean this Discord has ghosts This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Click, click, click. One click only. <laughs> One click only? I got three clicks. Three clicks. That's it. <laughs> See, mine was a reference to a uh, old movie, The Hunt for Red October. See, mine was a reference to this thing that the youths call TikTok. <laughs> oh, I know yours. <laughs> I know you know mine. I am well versed in the TikTok. In the Tiki Tokies? <laughs> yes. Don't forget, we don't do a long intro on this thing. We yeah. put it all at the. At in the, the end, at the end, at the end. Yes. Does anybody else say tiki talkies or is that just me? That's just, literally like, that's, I, it's just a whole ketchup thing all over again. <laughs> no, it's like the cute pet name for my cute little pet app. <laughs> TikTok okay. is my savior. The tiki talkies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big yawn. My, big yawn. My, okay, pumpkin, that means- my pumpkin spice latte is. Uh, didn't Aww. really. No, don't. I, I went and got it from Tim Hortons, and I gotta admit, Starbucks has got a better PSL game than uh, Tim Hortons. Sometime later this week, I'm gonna go hit up Starbucks for a PSL. No, my O was the remembering the thing that I need to do at Starbucks, but we'll talk about it after the show. Let's talk about pumpkin spice lattes again in the bonus outtakes. That'll be I for got, Gator. I got some. I got some. I got an. I I got a thing. I gotta try now. Yes. It has to do with cloud macchiatos. Well, now I think you've given away the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Okay. I got to get this thing started. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, look, I'm just going to write down a time. Be smart. Okay. Okay. Bloop. Do, 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 that was a weird do, do, opening. Do, do. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> do, 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 do,